Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Absolutely is. Back to the work week. Yeah, nothing shaking other than it being Monday. Nah, well, it was a it was a good weekend for myself. You out of town, right? I was out the country, actually. But I didn't want to say that. I didn't know how far you wanted to go with it. You want to tell people what you was doing? Why is it so secret? I wasn't doing nothing. I was in, I was out, out of the country. I was in London, minding my business. That's all. Just chilling. Oh, okay. Hey, man, you know nothing I can talk about. Just, not, just not the NDA. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> just asking. Nothing, nothing I can discuss. He was hungry, so he just flew to London get some lunch. All right, I'm not mad at you. Ain't like that. I was, I, was, I was working, but yeah, I was, I was in London town. Now, um, shout out to everybody. Of course, I was on a car rally for the last four days. What the hell is a car mm-hmm. rally? Um, it's something I wanted to do as a kid. If you ever watched, like, Gumball as a kid or Smoking a Bandit where a bunch of dudes get in cars and they drive across the country, and that's what we did. It was uh, for a good cause. We we raised money for uh, feeding the homeless. Uh, we raised money for uh, Toys for Tots for to give away toys as, you know, on the holidays. So we just raised money, and, and we give away and help people out. So it was about 30 to 40 of us, and we drove from New Orleans to... Atlanta to Tampa, and then we closed out in Miami. So I was there the whole weekend. It was a lot of fun, man. Driving seven, eight hours in them cars ain't fun, though. I'll tell you that much. It's not comfortable. Was it a, so how does it raise money? People donate money, or how does that work? Uh, well, anybody who wants to be in a rally has to pay to be in a rally. Mm-hmm. And some of those proceeds we go to, like, we feed the homeless each and every Wednesday. The PCNY, they feed the homeless every Wednesday. They go outside, and they just set up trays of food, and the homeless is welcome to come get free food. And we do the turkey drive, and all that money comes from there. So we don't just do, like, a 1,000 turkeys. They do, like, 10,000 turkeys. So they just really try to give back, and it's just a fun way of giving back. Instead of just giving money, it's you can give money. We, we go on a trip. We have a celebration, and then a majority of that money is thrown to helping people out. Yeah, it's something okay. to do. That sounds good. It's not like a worthy cost. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. So if you seen us on the highway, a lot of people were beeping the horns and seeing us. We were rolling. We were having a good time. Shout out to all the cops. Did y'all have a destination, though? Miami was the destination. Oh, So gotcha, Miami was gotcha, like the gotcha, fun gotcha, destination. Gotcha, gotcha. We had like a huge pool party for everybody, a huge night party. So it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, you can keep that. That drive from New York to Miami, too crucial. I'd rather just give some money to the homeless. <laughs> you rather just give... That 20, that's like that's, a 24-hour drive, But that's bro. part of the fun of it. Nah. It's part of just stopping uh, and hanging with the guys and partying. And, nope. and there's females driving, nope. males driving. Nope. There's all different black, white, nope. Asian, Latino. It's just fun. I did that too much when I was a kid. We used to drive from South Carolina to Jersey and then South Carolina to Orlando because my uncles and aunts live in Jersey and my other aunt live in Orlando. That's nope. a little different. We all going together. You know who hit me this morning? Karen Silver hit me. She said the next one she wants to... She wants to drive. She says she's seen oh, Karen it. Karen Sybil is not going to enjoy that. She says she's in. <laughs> oh, she's driving for hours. have a nice size car for her tall ass. All right? Drop on the clues box with Karen Sybil. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so I hope you got a nice comfortable whip for Karen to kick it for You got to bring your own car. Y'all can't supply the car. You got to bring your own car. You got to bring your own car, too? <laughs> yes. Oh, they're asking too much of me. Dude, can you bring a Sprinter? All the money I'm going to Bring gas. a Sprinter. All right, just hit, just hit Mr. Homeless People. It, it'll take you a week to get there with a Sprinter. But like, we, anyway, but that was my weekend. 
You, you out in, in the shower, right, Chicago? Yes, I'm in Chicago right now. I'll be at Regeneration Schools today. So, yeah, that's what I'm out here for. I had a um, day party yesterday, so shout out to everybody at this day party. It was ridiculous. Chicago knows how to Chicago party. Chicago knows how to party. St. Patrick's mm. Day, they say it's one of the biggest holidays in Chicago, so they party. I was down there. I yeah, was it was Saturday. a huge holiday out here. Yeah. White, white people's freak, Nick. No, that's no, that's it's black people party. Days. Yeah, I mean, a lot of black people black celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I, I, I told you, the island where why. my mom is from is all black people. Is all They all sell. It's their biggest holiday, bigger than Christmas, yeah, bigger absolutely. than everything. Yeah, no, they party out there. So shout out to everybody in this shy. But let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what we talking about? Uh, well, let's talk about some NFL news. We'll tell you who's uh, been suspended and who's supposed to have the biggest contract in the NFL ever. Okay. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Fine Monday. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV hey. Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Yes, indeed. Let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about Kareem Hunt. Now, he has been suspended for eight games from the NFL without pay, and that's for violating their personal conduct policy. That's all because of, remember that video footage we saw from February 10th at a hotel in Cleveland where he uh, kind of pushed and kicked a woman at a hotel? He was not arrested at that time, and he did deny getting violent, and he was on the Kansas City Chiefs at the time, but he was released after that. And he has now sought treatment for anger management and substance abuse issues. And now he's been signed by the Cleveland Browns. So uh, he has been suspended. It's an eight-game eight suspension. How much money does the Cleveland Browns have? They are signing everybody. Well, I mean, and also bigger than that, the thing that always interests me about the NFL is, like, we've seen these cases in the NFL for years. Like, Correct. you know, people commit these acts of domestic violence. We see videos and everything, and they get back into the league. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever tried to call for a boycott of the NFL then. Right? Mm -hmm. As soon as, uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick took a knee and they blackballed him and everybody's like, oh, I'm not watching the NFL no more. That's what it took for you to stop watching? Mm -hmm. All right. And let's talk about Russell Wilson. He was on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. And uh, basically, they were saying that he could have his next contract be the biggest in NFL history. Now, currently, Green Bay Packers' um, Aaron Rodgers is the leader but that's a four-year, $134 million extension that he signed in 2018 in August. But they're saying Russell Wilson's next one could be the b biggest ever. Is he worth it? Russell Wilson? I don't know. Nah. I don't Not know. the biggest uh, uh, quarterback deal in the league. Absolutely no. not. I mean, he's a, he's one of the top quarterbacks. He is. He's not but then again, then again, a, a lot of franchises definitely need a quarterback, so I can see them paying, overpaying for him because they need him. They need him to leave where he's at right now. Yeah, absolutely. I, I see that happening. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, speaking of overpaying, let's talk about Louisiana. They're trying to get back $26 million in accidental tax refunds. A number of residents um, are about to be extremely mad. People are already mad that they didn't get what they thought they were going to get with their taxes. Well, now they might have to actually give some of that money back. So we shall see what happens. Ain't no, ain't no might. The IRS said they want their money back. You better, you better send them their goddamn money, back. money back. right. All right. I don't know what the hell y'all thinking about in Louisiana. All right. That ain't your homeboy, a homegirl who accidentally sent you a cash app, and y'all might can fight about it later. You don't want that smoke with the IRS. But the bad thing about it, if you don't pay them back, even though they messed up, they're gonna charge you interest on it. IRS probably just trolling us to do it anyway. You know what I mean? Mm. Put a little extra in their cash app. Mm. You know what I'm saying? See what they do. Mm. If we overpay them, do, yeah, we get our money back when we overpay, right? Yeah, when they're ready to pay supposedly. you back. Yeah, when they, whenever they're ready. <laughs> they're gonna give you a All deadline, right. and I bet you, I bet you make it before that deadline.
Now, Facebook has removed 1.5 million videos of that New Zealand attack. Uh, they said they blocked 1.2 million of the videos at upload, meaning they had never been seen, but there's about 300,000 videos that were seen. We don't know how many people saw those videos. The original version of that video streamed live on Facebook for 17 minutes. Mm-mm-mm. And that was uh, the attack's in New Zealand. Really sad so far the uh, count is at least 50 people were killed and 50 people were wow. wounded in that terror attack that ta- targeted two mocks in the New Zealand city of Christchurch. And the suspected shooter is 28-year-old Australian citizen uh, Brenton Harrison Turan. He's been charged with murder. They also found an 87-page manifesto with all types of anti-immigration and anti-Muslim ideas as well. Mm-hmm. So a really sad situation and we've been praying on that because that's crazy that uh, something like that can happen. They're talking about stricter gun control laws there as well. You know, getting rid of uh, allowing people to buy semi-automatic weapons. Wow. All right. Also, getting to the root of people's phobias of other people. You know what hatred. I mean? When you get to the when you get to that point in your life where you fear somebody that much that you feel like you need to take them out. Like, what is the root cause of that? Yeah. That's the, that's, that's that's the deeper conversation. All right, well, last front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad weekend, horrible weekend, and you just need to vent. Or maybe you had a great weekend and you want to spread some positivity. Whatever it is, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it, pick up the mother, mother phone and die. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Christian. What's going on, DJ Envy? Get it off your chest. Hey. Uncle Charlotte, what's happening? What's up, my brother? How you? I'm doing blessed, man. I'm blessed enough. Y'all, I just want to call and say thank y'all. About a month ago, y'all let me um, call up, tell you about the SBGS Foundation that's giving away the scholarship. Um, Mm -hmm. And we did get a lot more traction, coming towards us, but we still haven't found that perfect candidate. You know, um, it, 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 it's deadline is on Thursday, and we're looking for that perfect young male student that's going to an HBCU. We got a thousand dollars for you. We got two thousand or two one thousand dollars scholarships that we're trying to give away. So visit us sbgsfoundation.org or on Instagram sbgsfoundation. Hold on, you got two one thousand dollars scholarships, nephew. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, let's make it three. I'm gonna get one. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put up a thousand dollars. Let's make it three. Man, I'm you a, about I'm, to make me crown this role, boy. I'm uh, put, I'm, no, I got you, nephew. I'm gonna put you on hold, and I'm gonna have um my 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 our intern send. She's gonna get your information. I'm I'm, I'm gonna get that God. to you. Praise God, man. For real, I've been trying to call y'all. Y'all let Trav do all the time. I'm trying to give away money. Oh, my God. Well, Listen, Trav, don't you worry about Trav, okay? Trav, Trav comes Trav through the back door, sir. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Hold on, all right? But God bless y'all. Thank you. Hold Trav, on. Trav don't, comes don't through the back up. door, by the way. What's saying that? Send out there? Hello, who's this? Hello, yeah, what's up? What up? What's up? Who this? Uh, uh, DJ Envy. Who this? This Ellis, man. What's, what's going on, homie? What's up, Ellis? Get off your chest, bro. Man, I just said it like I said, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm glad to do that time all the time. Glad to do it, especially right now. But I'm saying, like, what? man, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> what? How your voice turned into auto tune just that fast? <laughs> what you say? Not even, cause I mean, look, I gotta get off my chest, man. Look, my homeboy's girlfriend gave me some cut when he was locked up. And now the vibe ain't the same no more. Wait, wait, slow down. You said your homeboy gave you some cut. No, he, he said smashed, his homeboy's he girlfriend his homeboy's gave girl. me some yeah. cut. Keep up. Oh. His girlfriend gave me some, yeah, gave me, gave me the, gave, gave it up. 
why he was locked up. Now the vibe ain't the same when he come around no more, man. You know well, of course like, it's not. Well, I know what you can do to fix it. What? It ain't my fault, though. It's, it's my fault, though. I mean, like, who should be There's it? only one way to it make this fault. even, sir. How? What's it? What is it? He got to sleep with his homeboy. Your homeboy <laughs> just came out of jail. He probably feeling a <laughs> little frisky. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? Mm-hmm. So you is that? I don't understand why you don't understand why he's mad. Are you willing to be friends with him? Yeah, we still cool, but the vibe ain't the same when she come around. Okay? Well, she of course it. it's not the same. I think you need to do what Charlemagne suggested, yes, bro. Today is National Awkward Moments Day. No, listen, today is National Awkward Moments Day. No better awkward moment than tell your homeboy like, look, I did smash your girl while you was away, but to make it up for you, I'm gonna let you smash me now. Just, Boom. just Charlemagne, you a damn you you probably did. Man, you got me oh, I'm the messed up person, but you out here sleeping with your homeboy girl. Just okay. believe me. All right. Just like that, Charlemagne. Like I'm gay or something. Come on, man. You got me up, Charlemagne. I thought we cool like that. We are cool. I'm just telling you how to make it better. I look at the breakfast club every morning. I give a special for the breakfast club. You put me out there, Charlemagne. Come on, man. You either gonna make it better or you're not. Now I didn't give you my suggestion. Just relieve him. Have a good morning. Goodness gracious. Winter is coming. Get it? Winter's not coming. What are you talking about? <laughs> bring you got to get through summer first. Goodness gracious. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent into something now, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's Trav, man. This ain't the Trav, Trav. No, I just ain't the trap trap. This is the one who got pulled over on the radio earlier this year. <laughs> okay, what's happening? Oh, well, we got you to listen to, to that live. Hey, what's going on, y'all? How y'all doing? What's up, brother? What's up, get, get it off your chest. Ain't nothing but hey man, I wanted to vent about LeBron James missing out that Friday night against us in Detroit, man. What's up, man? LeBron what James doing what? Did you go to the game or something? Yeah, I went to the game, man. We spent 120 on good seats, man, and he wanna cop out and, and, and go play against New York who got a worse record than us. He ain't got his shot blocked at the end of the game to lose the game for him. Well, that's what you get for going to still see Lakers games when you know good and well they suck and they're not making the playoffs. Man, we did not go see the Lakers versus the Pistons. We went to go see LeBron James, the dope. <laughs> Why? It, Why you want to go see LeBron? He's not even making the playoffs. That's not the guy to watch this year. Go, Why go. wouldn't you want to go see, see him? LeBron. I mean, it's a Friday night. It's cold as hell in Michigan. And, know, and, and LeBron ain't even LeBron fun. ain't even playing for nothing. It's the end of the year. He's sometimes he cares, sometimes he doesn't. That sucks. And that's what you get. Now. You bought I mean, those that, tickets. You Jordan drove there. That, you know, he, he he didn't realize Jordan played. You know, the, with the flu. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to be the guy. Uh, oh, sir, oh, I, sir, sir. Jo- jo- Jordan played with the flu in the NBA Finals. Was, that was a final game, big difference, sir. all right? Still, They're not he even making the playoffs. Still, he lost still, his money. Man. He, he bought that ticket to see LeBron. Kobe played. That That's sucks. That's what we mad about. All the fans mad about that. Well, yeah, I just mad y'all paid that money and drove all the way up there. He ain't play. Yeah, I'd have yeah, been mad too. True. Damn it, man. Well, I'm I sorry, bro. You gotta be mad. Yeah, let him be mad. That's what he called. I ain't mad at you for being mad. I'm just <laughs> telling you, you that you need to put your madness in perspective. Hello, who's this? Yo, yo what's up? Hey, what's up, Trav? Trav. What's up, hey, boo. Guess what, ye? What? Less than two weeks away from March 28th, where we're going to be rocking out with you, L'Oreal, and Gigi McGuire at the live yes. show at Lift Service. And Stephanie Santiago will be at the Lift and Service Stephanie live show. Santiago. Yes, and Ha Ha David. Ha Ha Davis will be there. Uh, Melly Uh-oh. will be there. It's going to be fun. All kinds of surprises. What up, sis? How are you? I was just talking about you sneaking in through the back door, man. Listen, well, welcome back from home. I, I see you had your second appointment for your hair consultation. How'd it go? <laughs> they don't do hair consultations in London, sir. 
Now you know. He was in Turkey. <laughs> he was, was in Turkey. In, that was not in, I was not in Turkey. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to just drop one of the clues bombs from DeWitt for Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, man. Why? But, um, because, man, I don't know if y'all saw that um, Dwayne Wade's young son was walking on the runway in a fashion show. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if y'all saw a lot of the hate that he was getting, um, getting from a bunch of grown, hateful, mean-spirited adults. What was they hating on? What, what was there to hate on? Um, I, I, I guess the, the, the people were trying to say that, that that he was a little feminine when he was walking down the runway. Oh, mind just because he's was, walking the you, runway? Young, that's crazy. Boy. Say it again? I said, that's crazy. Just because he's walking the runway? Exactly. Because it's, because this is a bunch of mean-spirited, hateful people that is always want to find something to say about somebody, and they can't even control their comments on a young child. And there's definitely you, a problem with that. I saw you were mad about Jess Hilarious, too. Um, definitely, but I try, listen, see, Charlamagne asked me a week ago how he can be a better ally to the LGBT community. So I, I never asked that. that. I did. No, yes, no, no, you no. did. Yes, you did. Oh. Yes, you did. <laughs> you asked he how did. You were, he don't even remember what he asked. <laughs> about a month and a half ago, I told Charlamagne that, uh, that Jess Hilarious is a mean-spirited, hateful person. One, she had lied on somebody when she called them a simply because he told her Jeez. that she comments on the shade room too much. And Charlemagne told me that he saw both sides only because his biasness for being a friend to Jess Hilarious. He didn't look at all the facts and all the facts still remain that the, that boy only told her you comment on the shade, shade room too much and she called him a Now, fast forward. Stop again, saying that word. Did something else to with xenophobia where she sat there and made fun of somebody getting on the airplane and then she tried to play victim where she received a bunch of backlash because she don't know how to be funny without being hateful and being mean-spirited. What that got to do with me and being an ally? Because when I told you that she called somebody a and the LGBT community, you told me you saw both sides, like Donald Trump, when he said he saw both sides was when somebody killed somebody and ran somebody over for being racist. Hey, can I tell you something? I get What's called up? a gay I get called a gay man on this radio every day. I don't know how much more I can be of an ally to y'all. Oh, well, at the same time, when you have people like Jess Hilarious calling people hateful, mean-spirited things, you have to stand up and say, you know what? She should not have did that. It doesn't matter if somebody told her she commented on the shade room too much. But you didn't. But right. you know, you wrong is wrong, is wrong. Now, now, yeah, earlier. Yeah, you were well, wrong. Well, wrong. Hit, hit, but you hit. dropped the ball on that. But you know what? You have a chance to pick it up now and give that. First of all, Trav, don't you? Deserve. First of all, Trav, stop flirting with me and telling me to pick up balls, okay? Because that's why I get called oh, gay on this radio <laughs> no, every no, morning. No, no, okay? now, ye, <laughs> now, ye, earlier today you told a guy to fix his problem, what he had to do. So if you want to fix this problem, Charlemagne, you know what you need to do. Um, you know what no. you need to do, Charlemagne. If it was Post Malone, <laughs> we know what you would do. Bye. I'm all right. I'm going to the, pick up these balls, <laughs> Trav. All right. All right. I got these That's the start. Hey, I got the balls in my hand right now, Trav. What do I do with them? That's the start. <laughs> my goodness. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, you, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about church, but Kanye West will tell you who was kicking things off. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's find out what artists got liposuction, uh, liposuction at 12. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. 
Well, Sam Smith, he was on the first episode of I Weigh. It's a new interview series by Jamila Jamil. She's talking about body positivity. And he talks about getting liposuction when he was only 12 years old. He was teased a lot about his breasts when he was young. He said he would avoid swim lessons. And he said one time a boy grabbed his chest on the playground in front of everybody. He said it was horrible. Here's what else he had to say. They examined my body, examined my chest, and I was holding a lot of estrogen in my chest. Mm -hmm. I had more estrogen than many boys did in my chest. I had breasts. Yeah. (laughs) I fully had breasts. And I I had liposuction. I was 12 years old. That's a luxury, isn't it? To be able to have liposuction at 12 years old? That's a privilege. You must have grew up with a very entitled child. Yeah, because I've never even I've never even heard of liposuction at the age of 12. I wasn't even, like, who talks about if that? If I'd have been complaining about my breath at the age of 12, my dad would have told me to do some push-ups and go run in the yard and play. Definitely would have told me. To well, they said he was holding a lot of estrogen, so uh, he said he has a very feminine body. And he said, when I move, when I have sex with men, it's very feminine. He said he's feminine in many ways, and he's always resented that. So... I'm sure as a child from, he said from when he was eight years old, he was having these issues. He was embarrassed. He didn't want people to see him with his shirt off. Uh, And he said, you know, he had these issues with food. So even after he had this lipo, just a couple of weeks later, he was back to eating again and it didn't even matter. So salute to all the brothers. Salute to all the brothers out there who got breasts, who are scared to death of spring and summertime. (laughs) Be in the pool with their shirt on. You know what I'm saying? Trust me, when you see a guy with their shirt on in the pool, they having these same issues. And I don't know if it's because they got a lot of estrogen in their chest, but they definitely got breasts. And there's sometimes (laughs) that it's not even like how much weight you lose. Sometimes men just have like breasts. You know, so even if they do push-ups and lose weight, they still kind of have them. All right, now he also says that he identifies as non-binary, and he even thought about having a sex change. I recently was looking and reading stories about people who come out as genderqueer, non-binary, mm-hmm. and I've always had a bit of a war within my body and my mind about how... You define yourself. Yes, because I do think like a woman, and I've sometimes sat there and and question, do I want a sex change? But I don't think it is. When I saw the the word non-binary, genderqueer, and I read into it and I heard these people speaking, I was like, f**k, that is me. I have no idea what non-binary is. Uh, let me Google that. But, yeah, I got a question. That doesn't offend you when a man says, like, I, I, I think like a woman. What does that even mean, I think like a woman? How do women think? I don't know. I guess for him, he feels like he's just a very feminine person, and he's identified like that. And I don't want to know what I that means. Like, I, I, like people get offended about everything nowadays. So I would just think if somebody just jumps out there and says, "Hey, I think, I think like a woman." What does a woman think like? I don't know. Logical, logically. Oh, so if you think logically, then you think yeah, like a you woman. think like a woman. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> All right, now DMX has kicked off Kanye's Sunday service. He's been doing this every week, but this last one was with DMX. Did a morning prayer. That sounds great. Check it out. I receive recognition, prominence, and honor. Petitions are granted to me, even by ungodly authorities. Policies, rules, regulations, and laws are changed and reversed on my behalf. I win battles and I don't even have to fight because God fights them for me. This is the day, the set time and designated moment for me to experience the free favors of God that profusely and lavishly abound on my behalf. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Drop on the clues. Yeah, shout to the dog. Shout to X, man. That man is anointed, okay? That man will make you make you run your ass to the altar, okay? Take your ass Alrighty. to the altar. Empty your pockets. Give me what you got for a pork chop. 
And Meek Mill, he has a free Meek Amazon docuseries about his life, his career, his whole journey that he's just gone through with the criminal justice system, basically since he was a a youngin. And that's going to, like I said, be on Amazon, so on Prime Video. So here's the trailer. Meek was arrested in January of 2007. I have never seen a case built on less. I never really looked at it like a nightmare. I looked at it as a real life for a black kid in America. This is real life. Does Meek still All have right. to check in with his probation officer and stuff yes. like that? Yes, he's on probation. He sure does. It don't, yeah, it don't he ever sure seem is. like it. I don't ever see that part of the, the situation documented. Well, he's not going to tell you every time he calls, but I'm sure he asks. But I would, I would think for as, as much as he speaks about it, that when he would, when he would have to check in and have to go there and visit, he would show that part a little bit. Yeah. Maybe his probation you know? officer wouldn't want him to do that. Maybe. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. And Coca-Cola just came out with a brand new flavor. Yeah, you heard that right. They've now got orange vanilla Coke and orange vanilla Coke zero sugar. Head to your closest retailer and try orange vanilla Coke and orange vanilla Coke zero sugar today. Why you didn't say hey fam, though? Hey fam. There you go. All right, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Oh, let's talk about how you could win half a billion dollars. Okay. Right. I'm interested in that. Let's do it. We'll I do know it. We'll you come are. Back. <laughs> Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, well, first of all, let's talk about the Powerball jackpot. That is $550 million. Wow. That is going to be the eighth largest in Powerball history. So you might as well go ahead and play, right? You got to play to win. Hey, oh, you yeah. never know, okay? I have no problem playing the lottery. I play the lottery all the time, even when it's just like at like forty million. Have you ever won like a little bit of money? Yeah, I have won like seven dollars. Got one five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get I hit I hit the Powerball a lot. A little something, a little I, something. I get that one number right. Me too. All right, now Beto O'Rourke has so far raised six point one million dollars in his first twenty four hours as a presidential candidate. So that's huge numbers. Bernie Sanders, I think, what did he raise? Like five point nine in the first twenty four hours. So that's very strong for him. Uh, and, yeah, 6.1. That makes him, like, number one as far as the Democratic uh, nominees. As far as raising money in the first 24 hours, he surpassed everybody who has disclosed their figures so far. But he has had to apologize for some of the jokes that he's made. In particular, they said he was at a coffee shop, and he made a joke about uh, basically talking with his wife, and he said she is raising sometime, raising the kids sometimes with my help, talking about their three kids. And then he says he's running for president for his kids and theirs. And a lot of people had issues with that, but here's uh, what Beto had to say. And in terms of the opportunities that women have, we, we have a long way to go. And in my ham-handed attempt to try to highlight the fact that Amy has... Uh, the lion's share of the burden in our family, especially when I served in Congress, especially when I was on the campaign trail, should have also been a moment for me to uh, acknowledge that that is far too often the case. All right. He also talks about the white privilege, which he has benefited from. It's absolutely valid criticism, and it's constructive criticism. It, it, it has already made me a better candidate. Not only will I not say that again, um, but but I'll be much more thoughtful going forward in, in the way that I talk about our marriage and also the way in which I acknowledge the truth of the criticism that I have enjoyed white privilege. 
I don't I don't even see where where the joke was. Like that sounds like my life. My wife is the CEO of my life. She is boss of it all. The kids, the house, the family, everything. I'm there mm. to do daddy things. I'm there to protect, provide, give encouragement, be an Uber, hug, kiss. I don't do anything but love my kids. That's all I do as a father, love my kids. I don't know how to do anything else. My wife is the CEO of this business that we have called family, and I thank God for her because if I was running it, we would be in shambles. Okay, so yes, my wife is, she does raise the why, kids. Why do you apologize? <laughs> I'm trying to figure that well, out. Well, a lot of women were very upset, and they feel like a woman could never make a joke about, oh, my husband raises the kids sometimes with my help. So a lot of women feel like also they put their own ambitions on hold as far as career because they do hold down the household. And that's something that does have to change. We talk about the pay wage gap and how women get paid less than men. And sometimes, even when it comes to jobs, if you have kids, you might not be able to get paid as much. People look at you differently. People put their families on hold as a woman just to be able to have a career. Sometimes women feel like they have to choose. Am I going to have a career or am I going to have kids? And that's not a decision that men have to make. So some women were, yes, offended by that. What I got to do with the fact that my wife is the CEO of my life and, yes, she raises the kids way more than I probably do. I think it, because he was joking about it, when there's definitely some things that need to change as far as society and the traditional roles of men and women and women being able to uh, get ahead in the workplace and not have to put their dreams on hold just to be, have a family. But the roles are different. Well, like, it's a lot of jokes women can make that men can't well, let's, make. Let's, like, I don't see let's, what, let's open up the phone lines. Let's talk about this a little bit because I'm confused. 800-585-1051. Was he wrong for what he said? And I don't get it because... I feel the same way in the house. My wife raises the kids, and I'm I'm daddy sometimes. She takes care of everything. When it comes to the kids' school, she does that. When it comes to problems in the house, she does that. Over the weekend, there was there was the, the kids were, were fighting and arguing. She took care of it and handled it. When she called, she was like, baby, it was crazy, but I took care of it. Okay, thank you, baby. Let me tell you something. I don't know how to do nothing. Okay, I can I'm do, sure it would be I nice can, for your wives if you were able to hold no. down certain things when it came to the family, though. Well, I don't know how to do anything. I'm daddy. Like, I, I can do the floss dance. You know what I'm saying? I can help you make slime. You know what I mean? If you come to me. Like, my daughter came to me this weekend. You can make slime? No, I really can't. But oh, my I, daughter, I can't my daughter came to me this weekend, and she was like, yo, she wants to start a slime business. All right? Okay, all right, boom. Let's write out a business plan. I got, I, my, especially when you got, I got three daughters. Mm-hmm. When I walk in the house sometime, my little three-year-old will come running and be like, hey! Oh, it's just daddy. Where mommy at? Hey. Like, sometimes they ain't even fooling with us. But let me tell you this. Last time my daughter was crying, right? Crying okay. to go to sleep. So I went up and said, come here, baby. Come here. Let me let me put you to sleep. She was like, I want mommy. I said, all right, fine. Go to your mother. That is a Damn fact. It. My little five-month-old was in my arms yesterday for a little while. She'll smile and giggle for about 30, 40 seconds. But after a while, she start reaching back for mommy. That's just what it is. You know, but there's a lot of women in this world who, let's say they have kids. A lot of times, the primary responsibility of raising these kids, even when the man's not around, a lot of single moms have to put a lot, make a lot of sacrifices uh, to be able to have mothers. a family. We're not, we're not talking married. about single mothers. We're talking they about married couples. And I'm talking but we're just pr- talking about traditional no, roles and the reason why a lot of women, because women are oppressed when it comes to making money. And in the workplace, you have to admit that we don't get promoted as often. We don't make as much as men do. So that's why when you talk about gender roles and she's raising the kids, sometimes with my help, a lot of people felt offended. You're moving the goalposts. We're talking about married couples. And when you're in a a relationship and you're married, yes, it does feel like your your wife is raising the kids and you're just along for the ride. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Was he wrong for what he said? 
All right, let's open up the phone lines. Let's talk about it. All I know is I'm going on a college tour today to take my daughter to check out some colleges. We're going to see 12 colleges in four days. There you go. This is when you're helping sometimes. And, and, this is the day you're helping sometimes. And, and, and you know what my help is? I'm driving half, the, half the way. That's there my you help. Go. Gear set up everything else. And I'm fine with that. I'm happy with that. I'm good with that. Bro, I couldn't pay a bill. I don't know. I don't even know who to pay bills to. Pay it to me. To my wife Give is it to the me. CEO of this whole Give it to situation. Me. Well, 800-585-1051. Let's open up the phone lines. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, what are we talking about this morning, guys? Something in front page news. Yes, we're talking about Beto O'Rourke and some comments that he made about him uh, being a dad and helping out with the kids sometimes. Now, he has since apologized and promised to be a lot more thoughtful when he talks about his marriage and raising his kids uh, because he realized that women were offended by that. I'm confused about all of this because my wife is the CEO of my life. Uh, if, if, if She's definitely raising the kids, and that's how it feels when you're a daddy, especially when you're the daddy of three girls, okay? When you're the daddy of three girls, it feels like you just there to be an Uber. You're there to give hugs. You're there to give kisses. I don't know how to do anything but love my kids and give them encouragement, protect, provide. But when it comes to everything else that is real, that really, really matters, it's all on my wife. And, I, and I'm the same way. I got five kids, and my wife, she takes care of everything. And like you said, I, I, I'm just there when she needs me. That's how I feel I mean, like I, sometimes. And the reason I say that is when we're off, let's say we have a vacation, and I'm home, and I put my hands in things I'm not supposed to put my hands it in. It goes bad. It goes all the all way All the way bad. Yes. I just think about my parents, and my mom actually dropped out of college because she was pregnant with my brother and never graduated. And she says to this day she still regrets that she never went back to college, but she had to raise my brother first, and then I came right after that, a few months after him. So she actually left college and didn't get to do what she wanted to do. So that's your fault. She mad at y'all. No, be mad at y'all. Y'all shouldn't have been here. But my dad didn't have to make that decision. You know what I mean? He went to college. He graduated, started his career. But they didn't. She, they didn't he, had, he definitely had a head start on her. Y'all didn't have to have. She didn't. Y'all didn't have to have kids if she wanted to pursue a career. Like people don't have to have kids if they don't want to. I, that's how I look at it, right? But that's the sacrifice times that a woman has to make. Absolutely. My kids are my career. A man doesn't even have to make that sacrifice. I don't. To, to me, that's like two totally different conversations. Like I just feel like Beto O'Rourke is saying what the truth is. Women are the. We've been. We've been. You know, what we've been lying about for years that men are the foundation of the house. No, women are the foundation of the house. Women are the CEOs of the families. They run things. Nicole, hey. you think he was wrong, Nicole? Yes. Well, wow, go ahead. I mean, as far as being a woman, I have quit several jobs. Like just to make sure my kids were good. Um, I'm only 27. I have two kids, and I, my resume looks like crap because women give up more than men do when it comes to a career. Right, a lot of sacrifices you've had to make. Can I ask a question? How do you? How, how could you quit a job to take care of your kids? Wouldn't you need a job to take care of your kids? I mean, not necessarily. So when it comes to taking care of them, their their first priority is is making sure that mama has their back. I mean, I gave birth to them. Yeah, daddy helped make them, but... You raised them. Yeah, so even if I have to work overnight just to make sure during the day that they have mama or vice versa, if I have to work during the day while they're in school and my hours have to match their schedule, I just got to do what I got to do. So you so you raising your kids and daddy helps sometimes? I mean, he lives in the house. He pays bills too, but when it comes to having to give up, I'm the one that has to do that. So if it's like your dream job, but the hours don't match up with what you have to do for the kids, you can't take that dream job. Exactly. I've had to give up opportunities before because 
mean, it's just it's what the kids need, not what I need. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, Nicole. Y'all have a good day. You too, now. You Nich- too, Nicole. Nichelle. Hey, MV, how are you? Good morning. How you doing? Good, good. Hi, you. Hey, Solomon. Hey, What's Michelle. Up? What's up, Michelle? Now, what do you think? Hey. Was he right or was he wrong for what he said? I don't think it was really right or wrong, but I understand why he apologized. You know, like, moms, wives, we don't get to take a break. So, you know, you guys say your wives are the CEO of the family. Yeah, but, you know, mom is always on. Mom don't get to take a break. The kids don't be like, oh, let me let mom get a lunch break or some time off. Like, right. always on. <laughs> so I understand why he said that, especially, like, you got working moms, like, you got to go to work. You got to come home. That's a whole nother full-time job. So I understand why he apologized, but... But that's exactly... You know, kind of but that's also exactly why Thank he you, said mom. he helps sometimes because you're exactly right. Moms are on 24-7 and dad is just there helping out sometimes. Sometimes for moms, they go to work and that feels like a break. Going Aaron, to work. what's up, bro? Hey, what's happening, man? You think he was wrong for that? Not at all, man. It's the same thing with me and my old lady. Like, she, she a teacher, man, so she we homeschool the kids. It's like, you know, she teaching them everything that, she, that everything that she knows, man. So when I when it's my turn to do it, it's you know, I'm lost. Oh, mommy does it this way, mommy does it this way. I you know what I'm <laughs> Oh yes sir. Yes sir. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Yes sir. Let me, let me let me tell you what I know. Like, yeah, I got on my side working on the cars with them. I you know, I listen to some music with them or something like that. But other than that, she running stuff, man. She running the bills, man, she got the house in order. Man, it's my job to, you know, provide and protect. I cut the grass outside, you know, I make sure everything looks good. But, you know, the 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 bulk of everything, man, that's hot. And by the way, it's nothing more humbling than that when, you know, one of your kids is talking about, yo, they hungry, so you be like, all right, let me go in the kitchen and make something, and while you in there, your little three-year-old judging you, mommy does it like this, mommy does it like that, mommy cuts yep. the bread off the sandwich, daughter, mommy takes the crust off the sandwich. My daughter told me, mommy don't spray the ketchup in the plate like that. I was like, well, go get your mother then. They, oh, no, that, oh, my, I swear my three-year-old does the same thing. Don't put the ketchup on my food, put it on the side like mommy. I, I said, what? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, 800-585-1051. We're talking, was he wrong for what he said? We have audio of it. Let's play audio before we get up out of here. It's absolutely valid criticism, and it's constructive criticism. It, it, it has already made me a better candidate. Not only will I not say that again, um, but, but I'll be much more thoughtful going forward in, in the way that I talk about our marriage and also the way in which I acknowledge the truth of the criticism that I have enjoyed white privilege. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, what are we talking about? So, a story out of Front Page News, Yee? Yes, we're talking about Beto O'Rourke and some comments that he made that he has since apologized for. He said his wife raises the kids sometimes with my help. And people were offended by that. A lot of women got offended. Well, I, I really don't have. I, I really don't understand why people got offended because I look at my family the same way. My wife raises the kids, and sometimes I help. If I don't know what time my kids got to be in school, I don't know what time the school's <laughs> over. I don't know the doctor's name. You know how bad it is when you got to write down your doctor's, your kid's doctor's name, and Bruh, you really don't know. Beta captured I've the way. Be- I just don't know. Beta captured the way. Beto. Lot, a, Beto, Beto <laughs> captured the way that a lot of daddies feel, and guess what? I'm not mad at it. My wife is the CEO. Of our family. I'm just one of the employees. The other day, I wanted to take the kids out in the snow. I didn't even know where the snow stuff was. I had to call my wife. Babe, where the snow stuff? Bruh. I, I don't know. I, I don't. And guess what? When you when you in the house with kids, your kids going to remind you that you ain't doing things the way mommy do. All right? I don't care what it is. I, you know, if I go try to change a diaper, here come my little 10-year-old. That's not how you do it. Okay? Mommy does it this way. This is how you should do it. You, you, got, it, you got the back and the front, daddy. Front and the back. You know Hey, listen. 
I have no problem. I think, I thank God for my wife because if I was running my life, if I was trying to raise our kids, they'd be in shambles. Okay? I bet women would love if it was 50-50, though. I think, I think it's That's impossible. That's the point. I, I honestly think it's impossible to be 50-50. I truly do. I think that a mother, the motherly nature of nurturing the kids, you know, providing for the kids in that way, comforting the kids in that way, I don't think you can do what a, what a, what a, what a woman can do. Matter of fact, I know a man can't do what a woman can do when it comes to that. And I think women just end up making a lot more sacrifices because of that. So that's the reason why it was offensive. And as you know, men get paid more than women. Women have to take more time off from work. They have to worry about promotions. They have to worry about uh, even having a job if they decide to have a baby. So it's a big sacrifice. Yeah, I think that's a whole other discussion than what Beto O'Rourke is talking about. Well, let's go to on the line. Brandon's on the line. Brandon, good morning. Good morning, DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee. Good morning. What up? What's up, bro? Now you think? Uh, what do you think? You think he should? You think he was wrong for what he said? I definitely don't think he was wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's um 2019. The reason why he wasn't wrong is it's, it's not 1950. You know what I'm saying? I feel like just women are a little um little sensitive. That's about it. Just a little sensitive. My fault, Angela. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> I think a lot of men don't see anything wrong with it, but women were upset. And if women were upset about it, then that's something that you should just take heed to. That's something we should have a discussion about. Because he did. You know, he explained it. He apologized for it as well. So clearly he understood. Era. Good morning. Hi. Was he wrong for what he said? No, I don't think so. Like, I personally, I just think people get, like, too angry about everything nowadays. I agree. Yes, they do. Having a kid is a choice. You know, so, like, at the end of the day, like, if you want to be a stay-at-home mom, be a stay-at-home mom. But, like, if you don't, like, go out and explore your career. Like, I know it's hard for some women because, like, they don't have that, like, male figure in their life. But at the end of the day, like, it was your decision to have that child. So, if you wanted to be a career woman, you should have, like, thought it out a little bit further. before. Damn, so you have to make a choice. Yeah, but but, yeah. but why, why are you why are you ashamed of everybody who chose to make the choice? Ye? If they chose to make the choice to be a stay at home no, mom, no, it's not it's a shame that you have to. to no, I'm saying it's a shame yeah, that women have to make a choice and men don't have to make a choice. They could have it all, but women have to choose. Well, well, me, well, men men can't yeah, make the both. choice because of the way society has structured it. Society has structured it to say, hey, men, you have to protect and provide for your family, and if you don't, you're not a man. Now, and I don't get it, don't get it twisted. Now, yes, women sacrifice, men sacrifice as well. Uh, they do as well too. Because there's a lot of men that wanted to try something. Or, or wanted to go in a certain direction in their career and they had a child and they couldn't and they had to go get a nine to five to make sure they had health benefits to make sure that yep. their family was taken care of. Men sacrifice, women sacrifice more, <laughs> but men sacrifice too as well. But this same structure and system we're talking about you, made it to where men yeah. have to go do that. If I was to try to sit at home all day and not do nothing, you'd have the mother-in-law calling me a deadbeat. Why are you with this bum-ass nigga? Why are you having kids? Well, now, sitting at home all day doing nothing is different than be taking care of the home. Okay, well, I'm, I'll sit at home and try to take care of the home all day. And then somebody will be like, why you ain't got no job? Yeah, yeah that's not sitting at home. But there are definitely dads who are stay-at-home fathers while the woman works. I know people have made that decision because the woman makes more money than the man, so it made more sense where it would cost more to hire a sitter than what the man was making. So I, have no, I, do I, have have no some... I would have no mm -hmm. problem doing that. I mean, either. I don't, I don't know any stay-at-home dads, though, but I, 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 I don't know either. I, I don't. But anyway, what's the moral of the story, guys? I mean, the moral of the story for me will always be that my wife is the CEO of my life, just like every other woman from my mom to my grandma has been the CEO of my life. And they do a much better job of making a, a, a family a family than men do. That's how I feel. I just know the connection between my kids and my wife happened from birth. When, as soon as my kids came out of that vagina, it was just something that, that, that I can't explain. That connection, yep. I just can't have. I can't, my, my, my kids can't lick my and get milk. Like, it's just something, that I get, it's just that connection. And I by just the way, yeah, we don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. What? Have I you don't ever know. Had your your wife kids tell you, might be able to. Have you ever had your wife tell you, get out the way? 
Just get get out the way. Let me do this all the time. All the goddamn time. All the you time. know what I mean? You know why? Because the wife is better at doing everything. <laughs> all right. So yes, my wife is raising the family. She raising me too. You're <laughs> raising my black ass. Oh, my well. goodness. Well, well, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about? Uh, yes, let's talk about Just Hilarious. Now, let's find out why people were really upset. We know Trav called this morning and wanted to comment on it this as well. But let's talk about Just Hilarious and these things that she said that people are accusing her of being racist about. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV. Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Right. Good morning, Chicago. I'm out here in Chicago. Chicago. Having a good time. Shout out to everybody here in Chicago. Yeah. Now let's get to these rumors. Let's talk. Offset. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Offset is adding four more tracks to his Father of Four album. Uh, he posted about it online, so it should be pretty interesting to hear. He must have wrote so many songs before he put this album out, so that's awesome. He's still working, he's repackaging the album, and should be good. That's one of the best things I do love about this era. I love the fact that they can add tracks and add features mm -hmm. as they go along. I think that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. All right, now Nicki Minaj canceled a third show. Another this was one. in Dublin on Friday, and she was supposed to be on stage. She canceled just hours before. They said it was because of adverse weather conditions, so basically her equipment couldn't get there in time. They did put out a full statement. Unfortunately, due to adverse weather conditions, which have affected IRC sailings over the last 24 hours, resulting in some equipment trucks not arriving, Nicki Minaj has been forced to cancel her concert tonight yeah. at Dublin's Arena. Ticket holders are advised to hold on to their tickets while they work to reschedule now, that date. I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, but mm -hmm. I think Nicki needs to fire somebody. All right, something is not right on this tour. Yeah. All right, something they is should always about going the wrong. electrical currents before they yes. arrive. Somebody needs to be fired. I don't know who the promotional company is behind this tour. I don't know what the hell at is this, happening. At this point, though, I ain't going to front. I, yo, Booth, put on some music, and I'm just going to rap. Let me go take it back to the old nah, days. Nah, you're right. Like, you're you know right. what I mean? Because everything is effed up. I'm overseas. People done paid this money. I'm, we just going gonna, gonna to grind it out. Yeah, and, you know, it's sad because there are a lot of people that show people travel from all over to go, but yeah. what can you do if it's weather conditions? You know, some people were accusing her of lying, but she did post all the conversations that they were having lying. about the trucks not making it, and uh, clearly you can see the shows look like they're pretty packed, so... Yeah, what was she I don't lying about? She's not lying. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't fly all the way over Sold there for out. nothing. Like, yeah, isn't it? she's not lying. Yeah, and Juice World is on the tour as well. And, you know, he's got the number one album right now. So congratulations to him. Sounds like it would be a great show. So hopefully they are able to reschedule. It just sucks because I know for her, she probably hates the fact that her fans are so affected by this because they come out, they travel from all yeah. over, and then... And I get it's it too. disappointing. She's been rehearsing for a long time, so she put on a, 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 a show. It's not just a, I'm just going to come in with a mic. She puts on a huge show. She has dances, pyro and all that. She just wants her show to be dope. All right, now, Jess Hilarious, she has come under fire, and that's for posting a video. She's getting on the plane, and she saw some guys that made her uncomfortable. We're on our flight. Where are you going? Where are you going? So she saw some men wearing turbans boarding the plane in front of her and zoomed in. They weren't doing anything. They weren't bothering anybody. They were just getting on the plane. All right, well, since then, she's come under attack. And, you know, this is really bad because everything that just happened in New Zealand, and we talk a lot about making sure that people are respectful of other people's cultures and not make these assumptions about anybody. And so people were going in on her, and here's how she responded. No, I'm never 
racist. Everybody was coming at me because I pointed out four different people that I saw in the plane earlier. So when we had to evacuate with no reason at all, nobody said anything. We just had to evacuate. And I don't see the same four people that I've seen before. Apologize, bitch. That's what y'all need to do. Don't play with me. If I'm scared, I'm scared. you I feel how I feel. I felt threatened. And that was it. You can't be scared just because you saw people in turbans. Now, she went on social media and said, look, y'all, I'm not racist and never have I ever been. We have Muslims in my family. However, I was totally unaware of the different types of Muslims. So, yes, I admit I'm ignorant to the facts. So teach me. Yeah, I mean, I think Jess was dead wrong. Um, but I also think we need to get to the root of all prejudice in America because it's a reason she felt that way. And, and when it comes to Islamophobia, a lot of the media adds a lot of gas to that fire. And some people buy into it. Between our president and the way Islam is covered in the media, it is a lot of fear-mongering that happens. And Jess clearly bought into that. And I spoke to her yesterday, and she knows she was wrong. And I, and I also told her the only person she should fear in a turban is Nick Cannon because we have no clue why he wears that damn turban. Mm. All right, now, Khloe Kardashian, apparently she's trying to get sole custody of her daughter. Uh, apparently, he's uh, Tristan Thompson's not spending much time, so that's the problem that she's having. He celebrated his birthday on Wednesday, but didn't spend time with his daughter on that day as well. They said just in general, he just isn't spending much time with his daughter. It's very upsetting to Chloe to her. True is the most important person ever. It's very difficult for her to understand how Tristan isn't willing to make more of an effort to spend time with True. So that is according to a source, The Hollywood Reporter. And that's what sucks when you just have a baby mama and you're not in a committed relationship with, with, with the mother of your child and you're not living in that house and you're not there all of the time because nine times out of ten you're not going to be around as much as you would be if you lived there. That's what sucks about having baby mothers. All right, now Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott, you know, they've been having some issues and they have not yet fully repaired their relationship according to TMZ. This is all after she accused him of cheating and basically, you know, they've been communicating in spurts, but the relationship isn't what it used to be. They do feel like they'll be able to work things out and keep their family together and it is a priority for Travis. But Kylie Jenner at the same time doesn't want him to cancel shows or skip out on other commitments that he has. So I guess at some point they'll work things out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes, sir. Who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, it's a young woman in Connecticut named Corrine Tehran. We would like for her to come to the front of the congregation. We want to have a word with her. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. The Samsung Galaxy S10 is making headlines. After 10 years of the Galaxy, this is definitely the best one yet. The Galaxy S10 is available now, and you can get up to $300 when you trade in your old phone at Samsung.com. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed one. So like a donkey. Yeehaw, okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the Day for Monday, March 18th goes to Corinne Tehran. I think I pronounced her name right. Now, uh, Corinne is a former public school employee in Connecticut. The reason she is a former public school employee is because she was caught on video being racist, okay? A young woman named Tatiana Wynn shared this incident that happened at a shop right in New Haven. Let's listen to it. You were one of those permanently motherfuckers. Do Eric, it. Eric, go ahead. I will do it. Sit down. You don't you dare me. talk to me you in front of my kids me. like that. So mother call 
Call the cops because you threatened me. Please, why? Please. Not even worth it. It's what? Not even worth it. Wow, that last one. Well, uh, that one, one hurt. One thing you can't hear is the fact she spit at these Negroes as well. Uh, it is amazing to me. And in 2019, a woman can't control her racism, okay? <laughs> she can't tuck her racism enough just for a few moments to avoid being recorded so her racism can't be broadcasted to the Internet. Like, Corinne, you see him recording you. You have to know the climate of the world that we are in. How many racist and racist incidents do you see go viral in this era? You mean to tell me that you couldn't contain your racism that much? Now, I often wonder what's the point of us constantly posting these videos of people being racist. I often wonder who are we trying to prove anything to because anyone who denies the racist history of America is just a white devil damn fool. Okay, I also think some people just get off on reposting these videos because it's a certain cyber currency that comes with posting this kind of content. But this video showed me why these tapings and repostings are necessary because this woman is a Hamden Public School Central Office Administrative Clerk. I don't even know what that position entails, but I do think whenever we can weed out racists and bigots in these positions, especially when it comes to things regarding our kids, we must. All right, we don't want that kind of energy in our public schools, right? Now, the only problem with this situation is that Corinne was allowed to resign instead of getting fired. See, if she got fired, then this stain of racism would be on her resume. But since she resigned, it won't be. That's why it's important for her name in this video to be circulated, okay? We have to make Corinne Tehran famous so everybody knows exactly how she feels. And if you hire this woman, you are hiring a blatant bigot and racist. Now, I love overt racism. I love knowing exactly where people stand because... It allows us all to make a choice. Same way Corinne made a choice to be racist, you can make a choice to hire her racist ass. Oh, if only closed minds came with closed mouths, Corinne Tehran wouldn't be in this situation. Please let Kathy Griffin handle my white work. Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee-haw. All right. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that donkey today. It's sober for her. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's... uh. Pretty much a wrap. It's a wrap. Cracker ass cracker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's open up these phone lines. 800-585-1051. Shout to Robin. Shout to uh, our family over at Baller Alert. Our people's at Baller Alert? What, yes. What, what, what happened with Baller Alert? They had a, uh, they had, you know how sometimes they do these little topics and they talk about different discussions and they were having one about uh, being a gold digger. They okay. were asking, if a woman marries for money, is she a gold digger? Eight hundred. If she marries strictly for money, eight hundred. And that's it. She doesn't love the person. She doesn't care about them. They just have money. One hundred five one. Yes. If a woman marries for money, maybe she maybe she likes him, loves him a little bit. Likes him, loves him a little <laughs> bit. Cool. Is she a gold digger? Nah. Is she raising the family. Is it ever okay? If she's raising a family, then she's working. Is she raising a family? Uh, what do you mean raising a family? Is she raising a family? Is she going to get married to this guy? They're going to have kids? She's going to be a stay-at-home mom? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So she working. She working. She might be she like, working. look, I'm going to have some kids because no matter what happens, and I know I'm going to have my money. So, look, that's some the people question. think like that, too. If a, woman, if a woman marries for money, is she a gold digger? That's, yeah. that's the question. Right, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Now, the reason I'm, I'm asking, right, because think about it like this. Let's just, let's just think about it like this. Let's mm -hmm. say a woman marries a guy, right? The guy has nothing when they get married. He holds, she holds that guy down, helps him create that fortune. He becomes filthy rich. Then in, in 15 up, years, I'm, listen, listen, 15 years, he leaves her for a younger woman. She gets nothing. Now, she held him down. 
That's not a gold digger. I'm not saying that is a gold digger, oh. but now that happens all the time. Do we all agree? That happens a lot. I don't know. <laughs> we, we hear it all the time, whether it's with NBA players, basketball players, athletes, actors, people in musicians. We hear that all the time. The high school sweetheart usually gets nothing. It holds the guy down and gets nothing, and she usually gets left. Agree or not? What are you talking about? Agree or not? I don't know what you're talking about. You know what? what, you, what are you is talking it about? touching something over there? Why, I'm why, asking you why what you're you talking about. I'm just saying it happens a lot. So now when a woman looks out for themselves, make uh, sure she's straight. Is she yeah. a gold digger? But that don't mean looking, she's straight, though. Looking out for yourself is having a job and making your own money. Because check this out. You mm-hmm. might you might want to get married to me. I'm a rich man. You I don't want to get married to you. Why are you looking at me? I don't want to get married to you, You're in the room with me, fool. All right? Okay, what you talking about? I got so, I'm the, so I'm the rich man. All right, you, you know, rich man. You want to get married with me? I want to get married to you, okay. right? Uh-huh. I might sign a prenup to say, hey, what you came in with is what you're going to leave with. So, what? So you're not getting this box if you're going to make me sign a prenup. Okay. I don't even like when you talk. You talking like this to me. Oh my God. No, the way you look at me, you say it with such conviction. Like you talking to I'm just telling you the you truth. Like, you say I got a pre Yeah, you not, know what, like, Envy, don't, don't sign it because I feel like Charlamagne would leave you for a younger man. Exactly. That's, and that's my whole point. I got to look out for me. I got to make sure. Call me a gold oh, digger. God. 800-585-1051. If a woman marries for money, is she a gold digger? Let's let's take the calls when we come back at the ever, Breakfast Club. Don't ever say we not allies, okay? Because <laughs> sometimes I can't tell if we gay. <laughs> <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about a story or a situation, I should say, I seen on Baller Alert, and they mm-hmm. were asking if a woman marries for money, is she a gold digger? All right, well, I would say if a woman is strictly marrying somebody just for money, then yes, you're a gold digger. Now, if you take finances into consideration when you're talking about your future mate as well as other things, and those are discussions that y'all have, but you love him and you want to be with him, that's fine. But back in the day, didn't a lot of moms always say, look for a man with money? Isn't that what what a lot of women said back in the day when talking about their children? Yeah, but a lot of people fall in love with who they fall in love with. Now, if you could only be with somebody, if they have money, you don't care what they look like, you don't care if you love them or none of that, then yes, you're a gold digger. Now, if that's what you choose to be, that's on you. So, long story short, yes, you are a gold digger if you only marry a man for their goddamn money. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, let's let's see. Crystal, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey. How are you doing? We're doing we good. good if, if, if a woman marries for money, is she a gold digger? I would say no, not necessarily. Okay, explain it. Well, I mean, anybody that gets into a relationship, they're basically looking for something. I mean, you're not going to go into it for nothing, pretty much. Um, security, be it companionship. I can't believe I got through. I'm sorry. <laughs> what about love? What about him being <laughs> what about funny? What about him having a huge penis? What about him having great what? conversation? Is that what you're looking for? You? <laughs> well, you know what? Those are additives. Those are good. <laughs> Those are but- definitely pluses. But money right. nowadays, it's totally relevant because, I mean, you know, you can't put food on the table pretty much. I, just I also can't see that lasting, like just being with somebody only because they have money. Like, how does that last? Especially if you're with somebody that's like repulsive. Well, in that case, like I would agree, like if it's purely money, then I think it would be like kind of a toxic toxic relationship so right i, mean, I feel like money's always a plus like oh and he's got money that's great but that's not exactly. always what it's about it's a plus exactly thank but. you mama mary good morning good morning i don't think a woman that marries a man for his money is a gold digger i think she's a gold setter men marry women for their looks what's wrong with marrying a man for his money that's a damn lie that narrative has changed i don't marry just for looks no more i want some goddamn money 
All right? <laughs> All right? So you're a gold okay. digger, Charlemagne. Okay. Uh, now, Mary, did you marry your um, husband for money? Yes. <laughs> How do much you, money? Do you love him at all, Mary? I didn't when I married him. I <laughs> love him like a friend. This is disgusting. Oh, my I am God. Shy, I am Where it depends. <laughs> How much money, Mary? I'm not going to tell you that. We don't know Come you. On, we don't know his name. Just give us a just give us a little ballpark figure. Probably about a million dollars at the time. How much is he worth now? Probably 10 or 20. I okay. love him. No, I love no, him, no. too. We're divorced. I don't know. I love oh, him. Now they're divorced. I can see why you love him. Did, the- you have pro- did you have problems like sleeping with him? Were you attracted to him? I was not, but I did anyway. We have children. Damn. And then, and then, and then what happened? Then what happened when you had the children? You you was raising them while he was helping sometimes. Yes, yes. I was I was a stay at home mom. I made it clear when I got married that I wanted to be at home and stay, take care of my children. If you wanted children, I needed to be at home. Was he white? Yeah. What? What? Is he white? What difference is that? It means a lot. I'm trying to figure out. I need I need to tell my sisters who to trap. I want them to live like you. Mary. <laughs> Mary. Yeah. He's white. He white? Yes. All right. Sisters, Wait, how y'all feel? Brothers, y'all all right? She said I want Mary, to why, did, why did you guys get divorced? Because she was in for the money. Uh, <laughs> um, I really don't. You know, we just kind of grew apart. I guess like, well. Y'all never was together. How, <laughs> how much money How much money did you get in your in your divorce? I got half of everything that we own. Wow. And then you went and got you a young brother with a huge penis that you're in love with, and he don't do nothing but play PlayStation all damn day. No, that's not true. What do you I do? Got an, I got another one, but he's similar. <laughs> you don't like him either, but you're about to have yeah, bread. I like him. Oh, oh, you like this one? Mm-hmm. All right, well, you stay getting that bread, mama. Hey, go set your goals, girls. That's go not a goal. Set, go, see, see, like, get, go A-L. <laughs> see, women oh confuse women confused oh me. Because this last hour, oh this last gosh. hour, we had a conversation about Beta O'Rourke for saying it. For, they was mad at him for saying he only helps sometimes, and the mom raises the kids. But most of the time, women who are in that position, the man has money, and that's why that situation is able. That's not. So that's you, not true. There's a lot of women who both of them have to work, damn, and the woman holds down the job and the household. A lot of people have been actually hitting me up in um, well, guess what? social ba- media ba- about it. Beta O'Rourke ain't one of them dudes. Goodness All right, gracious. Beta O'Rourke getting right. that buried. Well, 800-585-1051. If a woman marries for money, is she a gold digger? Call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about this topic. We got off a baller alert. Shout out to Robin. Shout out to Natina over there. Robin, Natina. Drop on the clues bombs for baller alert, man. Love Absolutely. baller alert. Now, we're asking, if a woman marries for money, is she a gold digger? All right, yes. Now, let's go to the phone lines. Good morning, Anonymous. Good morning. Now, now, what do you think? If a woman marries for money, is she a gold digger? I can't really say she's a gold digger, but I don't think she think it's. I don't agree with it. Everyone has their preference. My mom believes that you should not marry for love, that you should marry for the financial stability, and that the love would come. Me and my daughter's dad, we've been together for almost 10 years. We started dating fresh out of high school. We literally started from nothing and built to where we're now financially stable. I feel like the bond is better. The bond is more secure. Right. Because he knows you love him no matter what when you always didn't have it. Exactly. When that was... 18, fresh out of high school, walking on our first date, and where if you marry for the financial stability, where's the bun? I mean, you're not really growing together. He's already stable. So, what more do y'all have to build off of? And if the love isn't there, how's it going to succeed? Okay. Thank you, Mama. No woman wants a broke man. 
Hello? This is exactly why men go out there to provide. This is why a man can't be at home with the kids. Oh, hey, what's up? What's your name, bro? Back to the fresh. What's going on, buddy? All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe that uh, marriage is a uh, business in the American society right now. And if a female is out to uh, gain status, prestige, and money by marrying someone, she's just playing her part as an employee. That's all. All right, buddy. What did so you she's say? an employee? Yeah, she's an employee of the American society. She forgot about love. If she's Is he an employee also? He's an employer. It, it all depends, Angela Yee. If there's a contract and they both sign it? Yeah, that's what it is. That's why they have a divorce. That's why they have divorce. All right. Yeah, his name is Back to the Fresh. Why are you listening to this man? Yeah, I don't know. Back to the Fresh. You have a good one. This man told you his name was Back to the Fresh. You shouldn't even listen to this guy. Goodbye, Back to the Fresh. fresh. If he has money, I got some girls for him. My goodness. Hi, right, my name is Back to the Fresh. As opposed to what? <laughs> was you was you stink before? Was you funky? Did you smell? Why are you back to the fresh? Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Do you think if you marry for money, you're a gold digger? Um, no, I don't because I've actually been married before and my husband was um able to provide financially for me. And like now that I'm not with him and I have a boyfriend, he doesn't have money for me and I'm the main provider is like a 70-30 with us. So you don't love him? I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. So how come you're not with your first husband? Um, Because he's a cheater. He's a wonderful dad, a wonderful provider. He's just a cheater. And like, if I could have changed that in him, we probably would have still been together. But like, now when I be looking at my boyfriend, I'd be like, like, we'll do something and go out and I have to pay majority of it. And I'd be like, well, what are you doing? Like, now we're trying to move, and I got my half to move. I don't even know his half. He don't have his half. And I'm like, well, you think you're going to move with me? It's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you sign a prenup with your first husband? No, I didn't. But he pays child support and alimony, though, so. Oh, so you're getting okay. bread. How much you get a month? Um, I get 600 for the boys and 300 for myself, plus if I ask for anything else, he'll provide it. Keep the stack. Okay. Wow, so you're doing all right in life, huh? I mean, yes and no, because, like, when I wasn't working, my child support helped my end, but my boyfriend couldn't pull his end because he didn't have anything. So it's like, I love him, but I can't take love to the power company. I can't Damn. take love to the for my boys. Damn. And I just tell him all the time, like, we could be friends, but... I know for a fact he's not the one for me. Cause, cause you, you think that your ex husband cheated? You think your ex husband felt like he could cheat on you because he was providing? I don't know. I think that was just him because he cheated on his first baby mom too a lot. I think that was mm. just him. So let he's me ask you a question. So you love your boyfriend, but you just can't stay with him because he broke. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yo, you know what? Thing. Goodbye. Goodbye, Andrea. Goodbye. Hey, Goodbye. man. Goodbye. She love him, though. Women, she love him, though. Listen, man. Crazy. Women got to make up their minds. Do they want to have careers? Do they want to be independent? Do they want to make their own money? Because by the sounds of them last calls, I ain't hear all that energy on the line. <laughs> well, women are not a monolith, though. There's different women with different goals. Yeah, well, guess what? They didn't. Those, those gold diggers didn't call up here for that segment. My all right? goodness. What's the moral of the story, guys? I I don't know. What's the moral of the story? That all I got from this is no. All I got from this is no woman wants a broke ass. That's what I got yeah. from this. My goodness. <laughs> and I would hope men don't want a broke woman either. You know, I hope you would want people that both of y'all bring something to the table. Well, most of y'all are broke because of the, the unequal wage gaps in America. We are not broke. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You got rumors on the way, E? Yes, let's talk about Kodak Black. He tells a story about a fight that he got into with a rapper. We'll tell you who it is. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
Y'all, the Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's happening? Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Kodak Black. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Kodak Black was on his Instagram Live, and he talked about an altercation that we that he had, and that altercation was allegedly with Sticky Fingers. Check it out. He got on one of my tour buses one time, right? I ain't like his old head energy, because I don't really like older people like that. You know, I'm a 90s <laughs> baby, but I don't got no respect for y'all. He playing crazy <laughs> on my bus, and I ain't like that. Like, like I ain't like how he was dancing. I ain't like his little 70 baby, 80 baby, whatever, his generation vibe. I pushed that. Dead and rock. I grabbed his bag, right? He had a gun in there, dog. Tried when I tried to shoot the his gun was fake. I'm like, man, what the? F-? Why do young is people? Is this a real story? I don't know if that's real. And it's funny though. I, I don't know if this is a real story or not, but I don't care. But I, I do wonder why do young people think they don't have a birthday? Like, 90s babies, y'all gonna get old, too. Okay, I remember when I was young, and I thought I would be young forever. All right, if you're lucky, Kodak, you will grow to be an old head. And sometimes I say to myself, these kids act like they're not gonna get older. And the truth to the matter is, they probably won't, because y'all gonna die early. <laughs> All right. But you know, every generation does that. They'll always look at the older older person as the old head. Every generation Bro, yeah, does and guess what? 90s babies, guess what? The 2010 babies gonna be looking at y'all the same damn way y'all looking at us. Right. Looking at us. That's just the truth to the matter. Well, another thing that happened is Kodak Black mentioned a young M.A. in a song, uh, Pimpin' Ain't Easy, and here's what he said. I don't even see the confusion. She got young M.A. long as she got a coochie. <laughs> uh, young M.A. doesn't want you. <laughs> I can guarantee listen, you that. Man. You play that clip now, again. Young that's a, listen, you play that clip again. Listen, that, he's listen, crazy. Listen, listen. He's crazy. Listen, <laughs> listen, man. What? Let me tell you something. What? Drop on the clues box for Kodak Black. <laughs> that brother is a gem when he wanted to be. You hear me? Play that clip again. I don't even see the confusion. I'm young and made long as she got a coochie. What that's the why you hell? Can't, no, you you're can't, not. You can't even what get mad. Hell? You can't even get mad at Kodak because one minute you you scolding him for something stupid he said, and the next minute he giving you a gem like that. <laughs> well, young and May was not too happy, and she reacted on her Instagram live. And y'all keep talking about this Kodak situation, bro. Y'all niggas is weird, bro. It be niggas on that. Like, what's wrong with y'all? This is alright. I'm, I'm confused. She also said she's gonna speak with him about the issue in person in Phoenix. They both have. What's the uh, issue? Kodak, think you fly? A show this Saturday. <laughs> what's the issue? It's a, it's a, and if you guys remember, there was a picture slope, of Nicki Minaj bro. and Young and May, and he put both of y'all to get it. And so, you know. It's, slip, it's a slippery slope, bro. The funny thing about that is Kodak didn't say I'm going to sleep with Young M.A. if Young M.A. likes guys. I'm going to sleep with Young M.A. if she got a coach. And that, you are not going to do that. Young M.A. will whoop you, okay? <laughs> All right, now Demi Lovato has opened up about her sobriety journey. She was on Instagram and she said, Today I would have had seven years sober. I don't regret going out because I needed to make those mistakes, but I must never forget that's exactly what they were, mistakes. Grateful that AA never shuts the door on you no matter how many times you have to start your time over. I didn't lose six years. I'll always have that experience. But now I just get to add to that time with a new journey and time count. And she said, if you relapse and are afraid to get help again, just know it's possible to take that step towards recovery. If you're alive today, you can make it back. You're worth it. So it's been a long journey for her. Just to go back real quick. The fact, go, go that, back, right? the fact that Kodak is asking if Young M.A. has a coochie lets me know. He's not he didn't sure. ask if she had one. Yes, he did. Play he, the clip again. Yes, he did. Let's see the clip again. Hold on. 
As he didn't say Jesse as, as long, long as she as does. She yes, she does. That lets me know he's not sure exactly oh what it God. is he's looking at, but he's attracted. <laughs> <laughs> he's not sure exactly what it is he's looking at, but he's attracted by it. Now, if you guys remember Kevin Durant, <laughs> Kevin Durant had a burner account and people found out about it because he accidentally posted from his own regular account. Anyway, uh, he was asked why did he create a burner account? On uh, social media, he was on the boardroom, and here's how he responded. I wasn't used to that amount of attention. I wanted a place where I could talk to my friends without anybody just buttoning my conversations or mixing my words or taking everything out of context because I enjoyed that place. How'd you come up with that idea, though? Were you like, yeah, I'm just going to create this account? I'm going to start going? Yeah, I mean, I had an Instagram account that I just used for my friends and family. A lot of right, celebrities so- do that. A lot of people do that. A lot of athletes yeah. do that. And I get it. If they want to talk to their friends, they don't want people buttoning in. So nobody knows who it is but their friends and family. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, he meant to use the account and he accidentally used his real account. And uh, that's what the problem is. So he was trying to switch back and forth. And then by accident, he was on the wrong account. So that's how he got caught with his uh, burner account. I'm just sitting there so, still confused because I need to know why Kodak Black doesn't think Young M.A. has a coochie. <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't think that she does. He never said that. Yes, he did. He's just saying as he long said, as she has it, I'm going to, you know. But why wouldn't she have one? Why would he say as long as she has one as if he's know. questioning if she even has one? You also I don't can't, think he was questioning. That's not how I read it. You also can't question old heads, Kodak, if you're using old school slang like coochie. When the last <laughs> time you heard somebody say coochie? All right? I don't know. <laughs> when the last time you heard that, ye? Coochie? Give me some coochie. All right. Well, Kodak is only following Young and May on social media now, so. <laughs> Kodak is crazy. Hard. Young and May didn't block him? If she didn't block him, uh, hey, maybe there's a chance. It. <laughs> there ain't no chance. No. She didn't block him. She didn't no block chance. him. Hey, I respect, I respect her choices and what she likes, you know? It is what it is. All right, hey, now, let's. being honest, Kodak Black does look like a lesbian in a lot of ways. <laughs> what? <laughs> Never mind. What? Yeah, chill out, B. <laughs> What? She might have blocked him actually now because now it says he's following zero people. Oh, yeah, she blocked him. Then. Maybe she did block him. All right, now let's discuss some advice that Jay-Z gave to Kendrick. Now, Punch from TDE posted on his social media page, I had a conversation with Jay-Z during the process of To Pimp a Butterfly. I told him we are about to drop this album that's going to challenge and possibly piss off our fan base. He said, good, do it now and they'll never be able to put y'all in a box. He was right. He said, it's actually a prophecy that speaks on the kingdoms on earth turning against religion. Can't help but think about that in light of the shooting at the mosque. He was talking about uh, also To Pimp a Butterfly, some more current context of what's going on and how it relates. To Pimp a Butterfly is my favorite Kendrick Lamar album. I think To Pimp a Butterfly is a classic. Uh, I've been saying that. I love To Pimp a Butterfly album. I still listen to it a lot to this day. You know, it's been out for four years. It was the four-year anniversary on Friday. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. But I like The Pimp mm-hmm. Butterfly. I think it's a very dope project. And uh, Hove is right. Once you create a body of work like that, Kendrick is able to make whatever kind of music he wants to make. Like, he's not in the box at all. He could have came out and did a Good Kid, Mad City Part 2, but why? Go completely left on him. And I think it paid off. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. No hey, fam? Nope. Nope. Okay. All right. Hey, well, shout to Revolt. We'll see hey, you fam. guys tomorrow. Hope Everybody else. Got a coochie. The People's <laughs> Choice Mix is next. Get your request in right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Celebrate 25 years of moving the culture forward at the 2019 Essence Festival presented by Coca-Cola, July 4th through the 7th in New Orleans. Featuring performances by Missy Elliott, Mary J. Blige, Nas, Her, among 50 more. 
Register for free events and buy tickets at EssenceFestival.com. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout again to uh, everybody that participated in the PCNY rally over the weekend. We drove from New Orleans to Atlanta, from Atlanta to Tampa, Tampa to uh, Miami. So shout to uh, Larry Murrow, who opened up his restaurant and club for us. Uh, shout to Jeezy, who opened up his restaurant for us. And like I said, uh, it was just an amazing event. We had about 30 to 35 cars traveling through the highway. It was just it was just a lot of fun and, and money for a good cause. We feed the homeless. We buy turkeys. We get toys for kids. It was just a big, fun event. So shout out to everybody that uh, joined us on our PCNY rally. Shout out to Wayne. We really appreciate you guys out there. We had a lot so of fun. Y'all drove next to Miami week. and drove back? No, we flew back. We shipped oh, the cars okay, okay, to okay. New Orleans and then... From New Orleans, we drove to, you know, Atlanta, Tampa, and Miami, and then we shipped the cars back. It was a good okay. fun. It was a lot of fun. Now, you out in Chi-Town? Yes, I'm in Chicago. I'm actually about to head out now and go to Regeneration Schools out here. So uh, I'm about to go talk to the kids. So I'm excited for that. And then I'll be back home later. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. And everybody else, I'm on my college tour, so... If you see me in your city, I'll be popping up with my daughter. We're going to be checking out some of these schools and, and universities. Today's first stop is, uh, I think, Howard Georgetown, and I believe Temple. And then tomorrow is Hampton University in Old Dominion. And then Got we that go- little half a million to spend? Yeah, and then uh, Atlanta. <laughs> and I'll be at uh, Spelman, Clark, Emory, and Georgia Tech, and then the University of Miami. My dude uh, texted me, and my dude said... Peace, black man. Tell Envy that my pops is one of the deans at Emory Middle School. He can meet with him when they come down here if they want. He can't bribe him, but he can bribe me on his behalf. Emory oh, Middle okay. School. There I don't you go. Emory Medical School. Medical school. Middle school. You said you school. did say middle school. You said middle you school. Well, That's I didn't why go I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take his number because I want to see. What, I know we got a tour, so I just want to see all the. I just want to show my daughter everything, and then when we come back, she'll do the NYU, Columbia's, Harvard's, and all that other stuff, Princeton's. But we just go. We, we're taking it on the road, seeing some of the HBCUs, seeing all the other universities. So it should be a lot of fun. All right, when we come back, we got the positive note. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. That's crazy y'all don't think Kodak Black look like a lesbian. What does a lesbian no. look like? Come on yeah. now. What, what I don't does think there's just like? one way a lesbian well, looks. Well, Kodak look like one of them then. <laughs> you don't look like my little gay auntie? You did too. Right. When you had the glasses on that time, you did. I can look like a little gay auntie when I need to. My goodness. You know what I'm saying? Well, leave us on a positive note. Listen, uh, the purpose that? of life is not to be happy. It is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?